Hello and welcome to another episode of Down Murder Lane. Hi everybody. This is season two, episode nine. Episode nine, just plugging along I know. here. Yes. And we're Killing staying it. true to our word, coming back once a week. We yeah. are women of our word. Yeah. Don't uh, don't hit us up around New Year's. Yeah. Because we're going to maybe take a break. I mean, maybe. We'll maybe see. we'll just load up some, maybe we'll just backload some episodes and just release yeah, them. Maybe. Maybe. We might take but, a break. We might not. We'll yeah. see. We're just going to throw it out there now, though. Yeah. No expe- low, Lower your expectations for Downward Lane, guys. Yeah. I mean, we're doing the best we can. Yeah. Okay. So this is, okay, ep- season two, episode nine, John Sexton, Elkhart Lake. Yep. Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. So we, um, actually, this is the last of the three of the Sheboygan County series. So I was on location in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. And today we are discussing the murder of John Sexton in the resort town of Elkhart Lake in 1911. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was at that resort, because I've stayed at that resort. At the Osthoff? Is it that, the mm-hmm. Ustoff, whatever it is mm-hmm. called? Ostoff? It's beautiful. Okay. It's so nice. Mm-hmm. And we went to the spa there. Mm-hmm. So nice. I didn't even know there was anything else up there. One of my friends grew up in Elkhart Lake, like blocks away from Osthoff. Um, and... Yeah, it's fun. Like, we've been up. They got married there, so we were oh, there for the weekend. Not at the Ostoff, at another resort that's okay. on the lake. Um, but we've been up there other times to, like, stay at our parents' house and party. And so it's a really fun, really fun town okay. in the summer. Um, yeah. So sitting across from me is Jessica. And that's Heather. And uh, the story is... I don't know anything about this. I'm you don't know excited. anything about it. Um, I did not know anything about it. It's pretty interesting. 1911 Elkhart Lake. You can imagine just very... There were murder. There aren't murders that happen now in Elkhart Lake. I can't imagine. So that. in 1911, this was just like holy shit. Yeah. All right. So. All right. Come take a trip with us down Murder Lane. Okay, so into our first of two um, pre-episode segments, the Trip Advisor. TripAdvisor says the number one thing to do in Elkhart Lake is visit Road America. What's Road? I don't know. Road America is really cool. Okay. It is a four-mile road course just outside of Elkhart Lake in rural Sheboygan County. Each year, Road America entertains over 880, I can't even speak properly, 800,000 visitors. The track hosts over 400 events per year and has four major televised races. So it's car races. Okay. And it's a so it's, it's like not a like NASCAR. NASCAR. No. It's a road course, which means it's like not a loop. It goes through like the woods and like it's not just like a oval. Yeah. It oh. winds through the woods and it's really cool. Hmm. And um yeah, it's pretty neat. Like we could take the boys there or our husbands could take the boys there sometime. And watch a race or like And watch a race and then race. watch a race and then we can go to the spa. Oh, I'm down for that. Yes. That sounds amazing. It is pretty cool though. Okay. Like um Road America is pretty neat. Okay. I never heard... I mean, I've heard of Road it's America. It's I know about, like, what it was. Yeah. Okay. They have races like there. Campers for some there reason. are campers, and, like, when we found our Airbnb in Plymouth, which is just, like, 20 minutes away from Elkhart, um, a lot of the visitors that wrote in the guest book were saying they were there for a race for Road America. Oh, okay. So it's very popular. Okay. And I know when my friends were planning their wedding... In Elkhart, they really had to make sure they picked a weekend that was not a race weekend. Because it'd be too, yeah, too busy. Too busy. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. So, okay. yeah. So, anyways, it is a big deal and it's pretty cool. Okay. So, anyways, nice. 
Now on to segment two. My favorite. Yes. Yes. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Did this crazy ass shit <laughs> happen in West Dallas, Wisconsin, or the fine state of Florida? Okay. All right. Man sprinkled fiancé's ashes at lens crafters, causing mall's evacuation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you like it? I love it. Yeah. Okay. I was just really having fun looking for this shit. All right. I go to lens crafters, so now I want to... Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, if you die, <laughs> pour out your ashes there. Okay. So, man sprinkles them, and then it caused the mall's evacuation. All right. No charges will be filed against a grieving man who sprinkled some of his dead fiancé's ashes in an eyewear store, causing a mall to be evacuated and shut down for two hours. Hmm. Police said a man on Tuesday sprinkled some of the ashes in places that were special to the couple. Officials said the woman had a connection to lens crafters in the mall, and because of that, the man released some of the ashes there on Tuesday. Right. So weird. So like, what a weird store to have a connection, connection to lens crafters. For what reason? I don't know. Oh my god. The incident occurred just before noon on Tuesday, when the man threw what was then an unknown substance into the store before fleeing the area. Like, does he do it like nonchalant? Like, I would go in and like maybe drop some out of my pocket. No. Do it and ran. He just like threw it in there. Not even just like outside of the door. Just like threw bunch of ashes in there and like ran away all right to start to store workers and passerbys it was unclear what the white powdery substance was police and hazmat crews responded and the mall was shut down the mall was closed and shoppers inside it were asked to shelter in place until hazmat personnel could sample the substance and determine whether it was hazardous Police said the mall and the fire department could seek to recover civil costs from the man who wasn't identified. Hmm. Okay. I feel like that's a West Dallas story. I feel like that's a Wisconsin story only because, oh, I don't even know, do Florida, do people in Florida get their eyes checked? I don't know. I don't There's know. There's a lot of elderly people there. I don't know. I feel like that's step above the meth story so i'm gonna say west dallas it's actually florida what Where? yes sarasota oh sarasota's a nice area sarasota and it happened in the westfield southgate mall in sarasota yeah and yeah that's like a chain of malls yeah, yeah it happened in uh, october 2013 oh okay his huh. fiance had a very strong connection to lens crafters I mean, like, you couldn't just say, hey, can I just dump some of this shit in, like, the corner? Or just go and nonchalant, pretend you're trying on glasses, and just sprinkle it Just sprinkle, like, you just throw it in there? Damn. What a freak. He, he, yeah. I bet you that he had a hat with tinfoil on his head. Probably. Yeah. For sure. Florida people do. All right. So that was my story. I hope you liked it. I love it. (laughs) Okay. All right. So, Sheboygan County has had relatively few homicides in its almost 200 years. The first recorded one was that of... I don't know. Why do you give me these? I don't know how to say this. Ascentia? Ascena? I have no idea. Acenaf? (laughs) Acenaf? I don't know. We're going to call him Briggs. Yeah. Mr. Briggs. Mr. Briggs in 1846. So on the morning of May 6th, she left... That's a lady? 
That is a terrible Mrs. name. Brid. Mrs. Briggs. Ms. Okay. Briggs. Ms. Briggs. On the morning of May 6th, she left home to go to a neighbor's cabin a half mile away and was never seen alive again. Yikes. A grisly event in 1851 involved the vicious slaying of Willem Gherkin. Yes. At the hands of Gustav Eichhoff. These are good German names. Yeah, and George Egloff in a jealous rage over Willem's wife, Katerina. Mm. Katerina? Katerina. Yep. Katerina. One of the most sensational murders in the county's um, history occurred in 1911 when the front pages of the June 29th Sheboygan County newspapers read, John L. Sexton, foully murdered. <laughs> I like that. Foully, foully murdered. Yeah, because like, there's another type of murder. Yeah, and like, oh, he's foul. Um, Sexton meets <laughs> death by an assassin's hand. Yes. So wait, the grizzly, the one from 1859... So that was just another murder, and then nothing yeah. happened since then? and nothing happened, and then there was another one in 1851, and then there was the murder of John Sexton in 1911. So that's how that's all spaced out. Okay. Yeah, okay. nothing ever happened. Okay. All right, so John Sexton was born in Vermont in 1825. He was well-educated and eternally curious. Hmm. Arriving in the, in the county, meaning Sheboygan County, in 1845 as a pioneer settler... Oh. John Sexton was the town's first teacher, clerk, and postmaster. It's very interesting. Yeah, you hold those many positions? Yeah. Right. Well, there's like five people, so you had to have a lot of jobs, yeah, just true. like you. Just like me, yeah. He comes to town and just has a lot of jobs. But he gets paid for these ones. They're like, we really need someone to be postmaster. John, right. fine. <laughs> I'll do it. Okay. So he was a notary public. And a frequent contributor to many magazines, particularly bee journals. He liked to write about bees in magazines. I don't know. <laughs> um, can I just tell you how much I fucking hate bees? I'm allergic to them, so I fucking hate them too. Yeah. I mean, everyone's always like, oh, they make the... We would no, they do, and I like honey. They are, they pollinate things. It yeah, is very. They are very great. important, but they can also kill me, so... Just stay away from me. Yeah. All right, sorry. Yeah, it's fine. All right, so he was known as a recluse, a recluse, and something of a character. The old man was well-respected in the neighborhood and a friend to all who knew him. So he was kind of a quirky guy. Okay. Kind of kept to himself. He was a lover of nature, spending much of his time outdoors studying plant life and observing the habits of birds and animals. Okay. He could often be seen wandering through the hills and fields of his beloved Sheboygan Marsh, Notebook in hand, recording his observations of plant and animal life. So basically like our kids going through the Whitnell Forest. Yeah. Just writing things <laughs> down and... I love it. Yeah. That's what I pictured. Yeah. Just like going through notebooks the... notebooks yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I love it. He was the first naturalist in Sheboygan County. Sexton also wrote his opinions about money and happiness. Hmm. A quote from him is, Many are grasping to accumulate wealth thinking that to be the chief cornerstone of human success. But are they not mistaken? Have we any evidence that they who make wealth in the end are the most happy? No. She's a pretty wise guy. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't sound like True. he bothered anybody or yeah. sound like he just mostly kept to himself and wrote in bee journals. Okay. Had 50, 11 jobs. I guess. Yeah. Uh, he lived alone since the mid-1870s and lived in a rustic log cabin 
on Keel Road at the entrance to today's Sheboygan County Marsh. Which is beautiful, by the way. Is it? Okay. His wife, Mary, gone for years. my favorite part. Oh, so he was married and she died. Okay. Had followed... No, she's not dead. Oh. I like it. Okay. (laughs) Okay, his wife, Mary, gone for years, had followed their sons, West to live in South Dakota. It seems her relationship with John was a happier one when it was long distance. She was like, dude, you're weird. Yeah. I can't... I, I... I like you. I don't hate you, but I cannot live with you anymore. She was an indoor girl. Yeah. She's like, I don't want to be going through the marsh and doing all this bee shit. Yeah. Get me out of here. She wanted to be inside. I get it. So she went to South Dakota. Mary's my girl. I just think it's funny. Yeah. Like, they didn't get divorced. Yeah, she just went. They didn't hate each other or anything. They just. Okay. She's like, I'm out of here. But, like, South Dakota. I guess back then that's. I don't know. So living a solitary and somewhat um, eccentric life, the yard around his log cabin was a hodgepodge of uh, specimens of rocks, roots, Indian artifacts, and anything else he found that um, interests him. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. The reclusive old man added to his mystique by letting his snow white hair and beard grow. So he's like Dumbledore. Or like Santa. Yeah. The first thing I thought was Dumbledore. Dumbledore. I'm like, ooh, he's like a wizard and like has all this quirky stuff. Yeah. He once claimed he had not had a haircut in 25 years. Hmm. That's okay. a commitment. Friends described the inside of his cabin as a maze of newspapers, magazines, and, and books with a few narrow paths allowing for movement. So he needed hoarder. your help. He was a hoarder. Yeah, he was a hoarder. Instantly making my skin crawl. Yeah. Okay, but his hoard was important. It constituted his life's work. Guests from area resorts flocked to visit the old man and spent hours talking to him in his home. With his frequent visits to the village of Elkhart Lake, John was somewhat of a minor local celebrity. An interesting friendship existed between Sexton and millionaire Matthias Gottfried of Elkhart Lake. Hmm. Locals often saw the well-groomed Gottfried, so he's like fancy living in a mansion on the lake, owner of a lakefront mansion, socializing and chatting with the unkempt, wild-haired Sexton who lived in a crude one-room cottage. So people are like... He probably had interesting stories. Oh, yeah. Talking probably super his... smart mm-hmm. and interesting. And, like, I'd rather hang out with someone like that than, like, a rich, stuffy person. Yeah. For sure. So this Matthias Gottfried was probably like, he's my homeboy. Mm-hmm. Like, he's cool. Don't make fun of him. He's cool. All right. I see the appeal. Mm-hmm. But then go back to your mansion and... Then go back to your mansion and then he goes... That's clean. And then he goes back to his hoard that he likes and his, like... It's probably all orderly to him. Mm Mm-hmm. I keep thinking of, like, the Ben Hunt cabin. Yes. Probably was similar That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. Okay. So on the evening of June 28th, 1911, Joseph Flath, a neighbor of John's, found Sexton, who was 88, lifeless in his cottage... That's really old for back then, though, too. Yeah. What, 1911? That's uh, old. Yeah. He had been stabbed multiple times and his throat was slit. Huh. Yeah. The murder weapon, a bloody knife, was found nearby. Just two days later, the employer of a group of Italian laborers who were working in a quarry at the Sheboygan Marsh reported three of his men missing, among them a man named Anthony Barrio. Barrio. During a search of Barrio's room, John Sexton's watch was discovered. Uh, Yep. It seems these young men believed a rumor that Sexton's home hid amongst his hordes a fortune. 
The rumor was that Sexton's millionaire friend, Matthias Gottfried, had given Sexton a great deal of money. Wasn't the case, though. Yeah, just friends. Yeah. Okay. After the not murder, friends with benefits. No. Financial benefits. Hope not. Yeah. Um, after the murder, the three young men f- uh, fled first to Chicago, then to Naples, Italy. Dang, they traveled. Yeah, fast. Them. The, the axe murderer couldn't get out of New Orleans that fast. No. No. With the red, uh, the, what's the one with the red hair? And <laughs> That's the, him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bushy red hair. And the, the girl on his arm. Like, yep, that was dancing. <laughs> okay. The theft garnered only $300 in certificates um, of deposit, and when these certificates were used to purchase steamer tickets uh, to Italy, the men were discovered. So cooperating with local police, Italian officials caught Barillo in September 1911 on a farm 200 miles outside of Naples. Two local officers traveled to Rome to bring him back, but extradition was denied by the Italian government, so they came home empty-handed. Mm-hmm. Barilla was uh, Barilla was tried in Italy and sentenced to 17 years in prison, where he died while serving time for Sexton's murder. Uh, Barilla, no stranger to crime, was reported to have been one of the leaders of the Italian mafia's Camorra mm-hmm. Camorra gang, which terrorized Italy for years. Yeah. So he had came to the U.S. and just trying to find work. And and he was still he was a leader in the mafia. I'm surprised that he was a laborer. So why wash. did he come here? I don't understand. Unless mm-hmm. he was planning to come here and try to swindle rich people out of stuff or something. Because yeah. well, I know a lot of them came up to Wisconsin going up towards, like, Door County because that's where a lot of, like, the, um, they were running the, from, like, Door County. Bootlegging. To, yeah, bootlegging. And yeah. Stuff. So maybe he was trying to get in on that or something. Yeah. Okay. A man's life was taken because of a rumor. His legacy remains to this day. A historical marker was erected in 1941 at the site of his cabin. What, the cabin's not there? No. The log structure stood until 1938 when it was torn down. Yeah. Oh, that stinks. I know. The pictures are kind of neat, though. John Sexton's tombstone in Walnut Grove Cemetery reads, Gone but not forgotten. And his grave has a clear view of the Sheboygan Marsh he loved. Oh, yeah. that's really sad. I know. He so, dedicated his life to the area, and he was, like, surveying the land in the marsh and, like, doing all this work and stuff and some fucking asshole yeah thinking he was gonna rob him he was yeah. gonna have some like cool indian heads or something and yeah and he wow. really didn't have anything that was of monetary value i mean he had his stuff like was you know his writings and his research and stuff was valuable but he didn't have any money yeah he lived very meager very simple yeah. didn't have a lot of earthly possessions yeah hmm. just his works and stuff like yeah yeah so, yeah, right. we um, just visited the one location where his cabin stood. Um, there is the historical marker, and it's at Keel Road at the entrance to Sheboygan Marsh, which, Marsh, which is beautiful, and you can hike in there, and it's hilly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's beautiful. It's a, Elkhart Lake is gorgeous. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of stuff you can do away from the lake, too, like go to Sheboygan Marsh. Okay. So, if you are in Elkhart Lake... You should go take a hike in Sheboygan Marsh because it's beautiful. And then you can check out the location of this cabin. And then that guy was instrumental in um, kind of getting Elkhart Lake started. Yeah. I wonder where all his artifacts and stuff ended up. If it's somewhere up there. I wonder if, if it's in like Sheboygan County Museum or something. Somewhere up there. Yeah. Because if he would have had that many artifacts. He had and so much. Indian stuff. That yeah. has to have gone somewhere. Yeah. Hmm. It's pretty cool. All right. 
That's a good story. I can't Thanks. wait to. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm so oh, tired too. So it's fine. Exhausted. Um, I want to see what this guy looks like. He looks like Dumbledore. Okay, can't wait to see. Yeah, he does look like Santa because he's skinny. Oh, okay. He looks like he's Dumbledore. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't look jolly, but okay. he just looks like a like a serious man with like long gray hair and a long gray beard. He looks like Dumbledore. Okay. From Harry Potter. Can't wait to see. All right. So the Snoop Dogg quote that I found to be applicable okay. to this story. Quote, that's why I'm so successful because peace is my main thing. It's not about money. It's about making sure everybody is having a good time and loving and living and enjoying life. Snoop Dogg. And I felt like that's what this man was about. He was like, it's not about money. It's just, you know, peaceful life and everybody just, Mm -hmm. you know, he went to town and got along with people that were not in his kind of same social stratosphere and Mm -hmm. he just was a cool guy and I love it. Yeah, and he was a local celebrity, even though he was kind of weird. Yeah. I love it. I also like that when we do these Snoop Dogg quotes, we're kind of tying it back to our case. Like, not we're doing we ever, a good we job. We haven't even talked about that. We're just no. Knack, it's just natural. I've been trying to find ones that, I know you have too, where like the last one where you're like, you know, to know where you're going, you have to talk about where you've been and because yeah. you went home. Yeah. So it you talks about, you got to tie it back in. Awesome. We're just really working hard for you people. Yeah. I just hope you lane lovers appreciate this. <laughs> All right? Yeah. We love, love it. It's a labor of love. Yes. We love it. For so sure. anyways, um, that's the story of John Sexton. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. I never heard it before. Not me neither. I had no idea that there was a murder that ever happened in Elkhart Lake, and that is gruesome and horrific. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah, I know. It made me sad. So anyways. All right. Well. Follow us on Instagram at Down Murder Lane. Slide in my DMs. Facebook, Down Murder Lane, a true crime podcast. And email us at downmurderlanepodcast at gmail.com. Do you check that? Every now and then. I've never Um, We that. just got an email from Google about their terms and services, but besides <laughs> that, not a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about like, huh, oh, I haven't checked that Yeah, it's, it's, it's on my like email thing where it comes up. Yeah. Yeah. I have, like, it's, like, fourth down for me. Yeah. It's, like, fourth down for me. So, I mean, it's not. Oh, I know. Thank goodness for, like, alerts and stuff. I know. All right. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Yes, please. That is how people find us, Mm -hmm. and that's how we grow. Yep. Um, Rate, review, five stars, of course, because we are nothing. Yeah. Less than five stars. It's true. Five out of five, bitches. For sure. For sure. All right. Until next time. Take that trip. But pack wisely. Because you never know who you'll run into. Hopefully not some Yeah. Mobster in the marsh. All right. Down. Murder murder lane. lane. Bye.